Remember the videos exposing Planned Parenthood for selling baby body parts? Well, the grisly practice is back in the news. We'll have an update. Plus, on a related note, medical waste companies are the weak link to the abortion cartel. I'll explain how you can make a difference in breaking the chain today on the program. Activist Radio, The Mark Carrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal. And friends, if you want to support our work going to college and high school campuses and uh, in this effort to try to defeat the Michigan abortion amendment, you can go to createdequal.org. That's createdequal.org. And just click on the donate link there on the right side of the homepage. And also share the program if you like it. Uh, and also leave a five-star review. My program's different than a lot of other types of programs like this because this is activist radio. That means I have activists on the program mostly, and these are folks that are in the battlefield every single day. They're boots on the ground doing the, the dirty work, if you will, the hard work of changing the culture and so that's why I have uh, on the program today, A.J. Hurley, who is the director of Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust. And friends, you want to stick around for this interview because you're not going to believe your ears when we talk about what's happening here. Uh, in 2015, if you recall, David Delayden from the Center for Medical Progress, if you go way back. In fact, I was driving to work today. I'm thinking, man, that's been seven years since David Delayden exposed Planned Parenthood for selling baby body parts for quote-unquote research. And that made huge news across America. Uh, and uh, you thought, oh, that, that'll do it, right? <laughs> you just have to expose Planned Parenthood for what they're doing in their own words, showing the pictures and the video of aborted babies and so forth and, and how they were selling them for baby body parts. And that'll be the end of Planned Parenthood. Well, unfortunately, that wasn't the end, and they survived. But we thought the practice might be over with, but it's not. Unfortunately, it has reared its ugly head once again, this time at the University of California at San Francisco. So AJ has been involved in exposing what's going on there. If you would, AJ, give us an update. I know in March... A while back, you guys went in and made a big deal out of exposing what's going on. Tell people what's happening. I, I They're going to probably just shake their head in disbelief, but go ahead and tell what's happening yeah. at the University of California, San Francisco. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Mark. I really appreciate it, brother. It's it's a, a horribly atrocity, like a horrible atrocity what's going on at UCSF. Just so you and everybody understands, UCSF is the late-term uh, abortion training capital of the entire, not only the entire nation, but the entire world. They are exporting their knowledge about how to uh, abort second and third trimester children uh, across the globe. And so everyone who's the who's who in the whole AB, OBGYN kind of abortion world is, is getting trained at UCSF, uh, more specifically mm -hmm. by their head trainer there who is uh, Grossman and, and Eleanor Dry. And so 
we have been working for the last three years now uh, trying to expose what's going on at UCSF, uh, particularly they're training people in uh, the practice of acquiring late-term uh, second trimester body parts for their research projects. And so, and that's similar to what Delight and Exposed Planned Parenthood for it, doing, it right? Is, I mean, it's, it's the same basic stuff. Not only is it similar for that, but it's actually some of the same players. Um, several mm -hmm. of the same players that he exposed are uh, work at involved. Yes, uh, Eleanor Dry is one of those people, and um, so yeah, he exposed them back in 2015. So how this works, I call it the unholy trinity. Is yeah. At the top is you, the taxpayer. And then to ta this year, uh, our tax money is getting funneled to um, government NIH funded grants, right? So our money is getting funneled to NIH grants and these UCs are then taking the, um, the, the, the taxpayer money and then they are funneling those um, to Planned Parenthood for the baby body parts for their research. So if you go to NIH website and simply yeah. go to their research projects, all you got to do on the website bar is just type in fetal tissue. And this year, over $70 million of taxpayer money is going to fetal tissue programs at the universities across America. Then places like UCSF are taking... Um, late term second trimester up six six month old gestational age body parts and hold it right there so hold it right there so at the top of the pyramid you got tax funding yes. right yep which goes to the national and i'm going to read i want to stop you right here i'm going to read their definition of fetal tissue research mm -hmm. this is on the national academy of sciences webpage, folks we're not making this stuff up all right i mean this is right on their website it says fetal tissue research involves cells from dead fetuses that are harvested for the purpose of establishing cell lines or for use as transplantation material and other purposes. There are two sources of fetal tissue, elective mm -hmm. or induced abortion. Yes. There you go, right out in the mm -hmm. open. Yep. And spontaneous or natural, natural abortions. They're talking about miscarriages there. So they're not... You know, they're not glossing over this. They're way out in the open saying they're taking aborted babies yep. and they're using them for fetal tissue research. Now, let me ask 100%. you this. Are they are the abortions happening at UCSF or they're just getting them from other uh, abortion mills and Planned Parenthood? Both. So um, they are going to okay. independent um, abortion facilities, but they are also acquiring them from UCSF. I mean, it makes sense. They can save money that way. Uh, and right, makes and sense. rather than paying a third party, they can just use the aborted baby parts from there. And, and most, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of Planned Parenthood and independent abortion facilities don't do second trimester. Some of them do, but some of them don't. And so a lot of these research projects, they need 18 to 24 week gestational lungs, livers, thymuses. Honestly, I was aghast at some, cause uh, how we know about this is just released from FOIA requests. We can, we have gotten actually this, yeah. who's been instrumental in this is pro-life San Francisco filing FOIA requests, getting these actual studies and each study lists exactly the organ of these children that they need. 
and the gestational age uh, ages of the children of these baby organs that they're acquiring. So what they're doing, taking your taxpayer money without your consent, it's going to NIH-funded grants uh, from the NAID, which is Fauci's uh, office. Right. And yeah. they are funneling that money to these you, these research facilities who then are taking that money and are acquiring them from places like Planned Parenthood and Center for Family Planning. And sometimes, so what they do sometimes is use a middleman between the abortion clinics and the, uh, places, these higher research facilities like UCSF. So what so abr uh, stem express these are some of the middlemen who instead of you know these researchers aren't going to the abortion clinics and requiring them themselves so they're using these tissue procurement providers that actually are going to yeah, the which clinics. Are, which are the same types that delighton exposed so yeah i think they'd be out of business so but, that's exactly no. what david david delighton did was he posed yeah. as a fetal tissue procurement officer established relationships, went and acquired contracts for fetal organs, and then exposed the, the videos for them. So uh, as this, some of these, these research projects, Mark, are just absolutely har harrowing, like skulls of, of fetal fetuses. Uh, one, one in the University of Pittsburgh was fetal hair. They were taking like six right. months. Scalps. Yeah, scalps of, of six-month-old children. Transplanting graft, them on mice, right? The grafting them on Exactly. Mice. And yeah. then these, these mice are actually growing the hair of these children. Um, and, and so what also needs to be said is why this is so um, important for them is this is majorly funding big pharma. Yeah. So if, you know, with the problem is with research is you need a test subject. If you're going to do stuff like, uh, you know, pharmaceutical drugs or vaccine uh, research and development. So what they're doing is like, instead of testing them on adult humans, they found out, wow, if there's a way that we can graft these uh, organs of these children on lab rats, well, then these lab rats and mice will behave like humans without being what, human, human. So they call them humanized mice. And this mm -hmm. has been made, literally made billions and billions of dollars for companies like Regeneron um, and uh, the pharmaceutical injury, in, industry just in um, patents alone on this technology. So it's been huge. So friends, if you don't believe what you're hearing, you can simply go to my Facebook page. I'm going to include links to what AJ's talking about. The stuff about the University of Pittsburgh, it's out in the open. You can see the pictures. Yeah. I mean, they're not hiding anything. That's the thing that's crazy. This is happening in America there are a bunch of greedy vultures. This stuff's like Frankenstein. I mean, yeah. I, I hate to use the analogy, oh, but this is this is the this is just the most sickening, disgusting totally. thing that I've ever seen. And uh, I mean, like I said, and I have said several times, you know, by God's grace, we're still around. I just don't get how we can keep doing this as a civilized country. And it's even out in the open. People know what's going on, and yet they're just turning a blind eye. Now, I appreciate what you've done to try mm -hmm. to expose this. Uh, 
explain what you guys did uh if you would and without you know <laughs> going too far yeah, into sure. but what you guys have been doing to try to expose this because you're really one of the few organizations that has done what's necessary to make sure others know what's going on well yeah and sometimes you know exposing the darkness is is hard and is dirty work and so you know we we've just done everything we can do to um, we 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 did a sit-in inside the clinic there at UCSF uh -huh. just to expose the, the the community on the just horrible practices that they're doing. The, the thing that also needs to be said about this, Mark, is the fact that in order to get second trimester organs, so once you understand how these abortions are being performed, um, it it gets even more disgusting. And so second trimester abortions are either done, as you know, through labor induction or a DNE. Well, if you want intact, pristine, unadulterated organs, the only way to do that is either, either to dismember the child and the organs on the way out in such a way that you're not crushing the organs or you're doing it through right. labor induction. Well, mm -hmm. we know that the chemical digoxin, the medication digoxin that stops the baby's heart, we know that that destroys all the tissue that of, uh, it nukes all the stem cells of these, these tissue. And so, um, we have reason to believe so they're born alive. I mean, they're, they're delivering them alive. When you say induced in induction, that's yeah. just born alive. Yeah, right? they're, they're inducing labor. These children are coming out either being dismembered in such a way that they're not cutting. And, and we saw this in the Planned Parenthood, Dave Delight in the videos, was they're saying, I just crush a little bit above and I crush a little bit below. Mm -hmm. um, but some of these, it's like full intact skulls. And so it's like, how are you doing, how are you getting intact skulls in second trimester abortions without a partial birth abortion? So uh, right. really we will never know, but we have reason to believe that they're, they're doing this while these children are alive and either just letting them perish on the table or so basically a form of infanticide, we believe, uh, yeah. is happening here. And because the abortion industry is so deregulated that we'll, we so will I appreciate. Know. And I know that you've gone to the UC regents uh, actual meetings totally. and confronted them, yep. which is, uh, you know, appropriate, I think. Yeah. Um, and that you've, you know, done everything you can. And, and friends, if you're listening to this, you're watching this, you're shaking your head in disbelief and you're thinking, oh man, this is too, this is too sickening and disgusting. I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to tell you this. Don't, yeah. you can't hide your face and from what's going on. Mm -hmm. Now that you've heard, you need to do something about it. Uh, so I'm with AJ Hurley and AJ, by the way, is a, neonatal pediatric respiratory therapist. Yeah. Now that's a mouthful. <laughs> all right. For a decade. And you were an EMT for 20 years. Yeah. So, uh, you, you got some experience at least in, in, in helping with delivered children oh, and yeah. helping them. Uh, so you're not, you're not, uh, well, that's, this isn't that's a, what got me into this whole thing was, you know, I, I working at UCLA, we're children out of the NICU are coming out, um, in, 21, 22, 23 weeks old. Uh, and right. we're doing everything we can to save these little babies, putting them on ventilators and across mm. the hall somewhere, they are dismembering children and inducing them for their 
Nazi-like experiments down the hall somewhere. And I was just like, I cannot stay silent anymore. Um, really, the only difference between these two children is one woman wanted them and one that's woman right. didn't, you know. That's so, exactly right. Yeah. And that's that's the fight we're in. So, friends, go to survivors.la, survivors.la to find out more about AJ's work. Uh, before we uh, let you go, AJ, I want to talk about uh, this situation that you found yourself in in New York City yeah. at the Planned Parenthood there in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I've been there several times. Uh, and as our listeners and, and viewers know, we're involved regularly in exposing the medical waste, so-called medical waste companies, as the uh, weak link, if you will, the enablers of the abortion industry, especially when it comes to surgical abortions. And you were there in New York City, and uh, one of these trucks pulls up, which I've been privy to and I've seen happen, and they roll out these boxes and you know, this, you know, it's just the most sickening thing you could ever witness. Totally. But Mr. Producer, if you, I want to go ahead and play this clip. This is, this is AJ Hurley talking, uh, confronting gently the driver of one of these medical waste companies picking up babies that have been murdered by abortion at the Planned Parenthood in Manhattan. Go ahead and play that clip. We found one of these boxes inside in DC. Let me show you, bro. This is this was what was inside this box. That's what's coming out of there, bro. That's, That's what you're picking out, out, brother. This is what's coming out of this place right here, bro. Look at that child. Yep. So, AJ, I mean, a lot of people say, man, that took some courage. And I'm like, well, yeah. But listen, when you're dealing with babies that have been murdered and you have these people who are complicit in the killing, mm-hmm. because I can tell you this, if Planned Parenthood did not have a medical waste company picking up those babies, they couldn't kill them. What would they do with them? Well, that, Were they going to burn them in a bonfire? I no. mean, you know, go and send them down the toilet. These medical waste companies are complicit, and we've been confronting them for years. You did that. Uh, just explain what you were dealing with that morning. I mean, you're out there. This truck pulls up. Tell us what happened. Yeah, um, we were out there just sidewalk counseling, offering resources to women. And we knew that uh, this truck was going to come uh, because I'd spoken to the people that are there every day out in front of the Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood in New York City. Yeah. And Mark, this truck comes almost every single day. That is how mm. many babies are being butchered in uh New York City every single day. It is just And there were like five boxes that day. I mean most of these clinics in in the US, these these trucks are only coming once a month, once every two or three months. But, That's exactly right. And these, this, they are literally almost coming every single day to this clinic in New York. So this guy, pulled, this truck pulls up and I knew, I mean, you said it takes courage. I don't really think it does. If you hold, <laughs> if you hold the, the, the babies, the, a dead murdered children in your hands, it changes you as you know, mm-hmm. and um, right. it's, you know, it's not a courageous thing. It's just a rational thing 
thing to do is try to confront anybody who wants to defend that type of slaughter. And so I just took my phone out and showed, showed him the images of the babies that we found in DC with the pow girls. Mm -hmm. And I just said, listen, mm -hmm. this is what you're doing, man. And the guy was just struck, man. I mean, he was literally um, almost in tears and it was such a contrast. I don't know if, I mean, you guys can find that video on my, on my Instagram, but, um, right. The other driver was confrontational oh and gosh, didn't want you guys to film him. To the ass. totally opposite, yeah. totally opposite reaction. And the good thing here is friends is that we've had success yeah. with these drivers. We've had people quit. We've had people whistle blow yeah. after they quit. Uh, as you mentioned, the D.C. situation, uh, Cesare Santangelo's abortion yeah. mill there, where, uh, you know, the, uh, the, as you say, the POW girls, <laughs> Laura Nandy and Teresa Bukanovic, mm -hmm. uh, you know, retrieved two boxes, several boxes off the sidewalk there yeah. from a driver that when confronted like you confronted this driver, mm -hmm. handed over the boxes. Yeah. So, you know, these these children deserve they're, they're dead. I mean, yeah. there's nothing we can do now, but they deserve a proper, proper burial. Yeah, absolutely. Not to be burned like in kind of, you know, trash or garbage, like is what's going to happen to mm -hmm. these babies. But friends, if you want to get involved in this, please contact me. We have yeah. Project Week link. We want to see more video, more of this uh, across the country so we can expose these medical waste companies. My guest today has been AJ Hurley. He is the director for abortion, uh, survivors of the abortion holocaust and uh, is bringing us up to speed on this situation at the University of California, San Francisco, and their involvement yeah. in procuring, selling, experimenting on baby body parts. Thanks for being on the show, AJ. Thanks for having me on, much, Mark. Man. Thanks for all you do, brother. So, friends, I want you to take action today. After listening to this program, the interview with A.J. Hurley, I hope that you are disgusted about what's happening in this country. We're not only killing babies. That's bad enough that we're murdering children still. Even in the aftermath of Roe versus Wade, states like California uh, and the University of California at San Francisco are experimenting on late-term babies that are procured live, more than likely. This is infanticide, and they're harvesting the organs to experiment on them, and your tax dollars are going to fund it. Here's what you can do. We have a project called Project Weak Link, where we expose the medical waste companies and the barbarism of how they dispose, so-called dispose, of aborted babies. Curtis Bay burns or incinerates babies to generate electricity in their Maryland incinerator. The reason we know this is because we have evidence. Just recently at Cesare Santangelo's abortion mill, the uh, several boxes were retrieved from the sidewalk where a medical waste driver gave them over to some activists, from, and Curtis Bay was the medical waste company. We know because we have got evidence that Curtis Bay is a, their incinerator generates electricity for the Baltimore area. So friends, you can send a letter 
to the CEO of Curtis Bay. That's Mark Zafani by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com. There's a little, there'll be a little link there that you can click on that uh, will allow you to send a letter to the CEO, or you can go to LifeNews.com where we have the article that was published uh, by uh, Life News with our, my colleague here, Titus Meyer, entitled Pro-Abortion Group Admits None of the Guardian Photos Were of Unborn Babies. I exhort you to go read that story, but along with it, you'll see the link there to send a letter to the CEO of Curtis Bay. And the idea here is we're trying to put pressure on Curtis Bay to cease uh, picking up, transporting, and then incinerating babies to generate electricity. I mean, it's beyond belief that we're actually doing this. You probably don't trust me, then believe me, that it's happening, but it is. But you can take action and do something about it. Again, by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com or LifeNews.com and send the letter. We're trying to get them to stop enabling the abortion industry and abortion cartel, and we've had some success over the years. So you can get uh, get involved in that, again, by going to MarkHarringtonShow.com. Also, if you'd like me to come and speak to your group, uh, whether it be a church group, uh, I can uh, address a uh, your church in a sermon situation, situation like a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or midweek Bible study or what have you, or a pro-life organization, whether it be a Right to Life chapter or Pregnancy Resource Center, I'd be glad to do that. Again, MarkHarringtonShow.com is how you get a hold of us. And then finally, we are on all the social media platforms, including Instagram and now TikTok. So you can follow your radio activists on all the social media platforms, as well as a Facebook and YouTube. So friends, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.